at the beginning of each new year, we tend to try our best to bring a fresh perspective to things that are of interest to us moving forward. I think it's natural to do something of that nature because the potential of new exciting experiences, they, they tend to elevate our spirits with the simple thoughts of what could be. But coming out of the holidays, before we're even able to enjoy the new fresh perspectives, we tend to bring a little bit extra baggage, oftentimes more than we'd like, definitely for me. But that extra baggage never goes away as easily as we'd want. We're always in that constant fight every year. It's an annual occurrence, so kind of like a rite of passage. So since it's always present at the beginning of each year, I thought, why fight it? Why not take it for what it is, lean into it, and celebrate it? I think it would just be the right thing to do. Because in doing so, I realize that the food that brings about this extra girth, all this extra man, it shouldn't be maligned, but celebrate it. And that's what I tend to do, obviously, from the looks of me. Friends from all over the country, from all ethnicities, from all over the world, actually, we kind of share these incredible stories each year of how food in each of our different families uh, plays an important part in how the holidays would never be close to the same without the infusion of these certain types of food. The types of cuisine, the creativity passed down, modified generation after generation. I think it's incredible when you hear the stories about the cuisine that's passed throughout these different families all over the country. It's actually become a competitive rite of passage between me and some of my friends. We shoot images, we shoot, we send them off to each other, we brag about it, I love it. But it got me to thinking about the origin of the food that filled the homes of everyone in my family from Thanksgiving through the new year and how we would get together and it kind of was the, the, the foundation of what we did. I come from a very large family, very large extended family. And as kids, we never really realized how much, uh, until we were much older, how the pains and struggles that our parents experienced uh, was so vast because in our family gatherings, they were celebrations of our faith and our lives together. And all of it was brought together through the shared dining experiences of the most incredible food I've ever tasted still to this day. Each of us tend to leave those family gatherings, gatherings definitely with a whole bunch of extra calories, but floating on clouds after being together. And in thinking about those incredible dining experiences, I've come to some conclusions, and I feel very strongly about it, that the shared dining experiences that filled my childhood family gatherings possessed a much deeper component. And with all the craziness that's going on in the world today, these much deeper components, I think, should be relied upon to continue to bring us back to our natural human connections, the human connections that tend to elevate us in our walk of life together. So, on this episode of The Bunker, we have a little fun with it by offering an opinion, very strong opinion, of the age-old question of which part of the country has outdueled the rest of the country in the never-ending competition of the best original cuisine in America. And as elevating of an experience as great cuisine can be, I have a feeling my opinion of where the best original American cuisine hails will cause a few ruffled feathers. I'm good with it. And actually, I'd love to hear from all comers as to what your opinions may be 
about where the best food comes on. Bring it on, and we hope you'll enjoy. Irresistible collaboration of taste, aroma, sound, and human connection. There is nothing in life that binds us together, helps to elevate us as strongly as food. It powers our physical being and captures our soul. That's why we naturally gravitate toward connecting through experiences designed around food. There are more than 1 million restaurants located throughout the United States, and their projected sales are expected to reach approximately 900 billion this year. 79% of millennials state that they enjoy experimenting with food from different cultures and countries. 86% of millennials will try a new restaurant after seeing food-related content online. With this in mind, when it comes to cuisine, the United States is cuisine's melting pot. And cuisine's capital? That would be Louisiana. Oh my gosh! Nope. Sorry guys, but I'm definitely not sorry. You would think that this melting pot would have an endless supply of culinary creations that will be uniquely American. Don't get me wrong, the major cities in America boast some of the most awe-inspiring, dream-worthy culinary creations anyone could ever hope for. But as great as those dishes may be, there always seems to be an emphasis on the dish's nation of origin. The best Italian food is here in New York. The best Mexican food is here in L.A. The food in San Francisco's Chinatown can't be beat. There is not even conclusive proof as to the origin of the beloved hamburger, which of course is one of the most incredible culinary creations ever. But I digress. The best original cuisine in America? That's where I believe the phrase, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, comes into play. Great cuisine seems to evolve outside of cultural bubbles. And that's why the champion's title definitely belongs to Louisiana, in particular, the southern part of the state. The history of how this came to be, as well as the explosion of flavors represented in the region's unique creations, such as gumbo, jambalaya, and etouffee, definitely set the region apart from every other. Originally derived out of necessity or a means for survival, the best and uniquely American cuisine was strongly influenced by various cultures, in particular, West and Central Africa, Native American, French, and Spanish. As long as humans have been able to move about the planet, they've traded spices and herbs, secret ingredients and techniques with cultures different from their own. Generational practices from one culture are then infused into new methods from another culture. And over the years, with thousands of people experimenting and modifying a dish to their preference, a unique creation arises, separate from its original source, through every passionate iteration. So unless you happen to visit a tribe in one of the few remaining isolated locations in the world where the indigenous people still eat by way of their earliest traditions, then you're more than likely enjoying cuisine that is an amalgamation of everything and anything before that moment. So as for now, all hail gumbo, jambalaya, and etouffee. 